Welcome to Conversations with Buddy, coming to you live from the Rec Podcast Recording Studio here in Kaiser, Oregon. We drop a new podcast every Friday morning with a new story, and we hope and pray that it impacts someone. Before we get started this morning, uh, please take a moment, if you would, to share and like our podcast on any of your platforms that you listen to podcasts on. We get these. We want to get these messages to uh, the people, and hopefully, we can pack the world one testimony at a time. This morning, I get the pleasure of, well, being interviewed by two ladies. They're actually both my daughters, Emily Puckett and Molly Green. Molly has a different last name because, well, she's married. That's right. So this should be interesting. Good morning, girls. Good, Good morning. morning. Whoa. Wake up. <laughs> San Francisco. Oh, that's from Full House. Gotcha. Anyway. So this is, this is going to be about Full House. I see. I see. <laughs> well, this morning, it's going to be a little different than normal. Usually, I get to ask the questions and have the conversation, but I think this morning, aren't you guys going to ask me questions? That's right. The tables are turning this morning. <laughs> Should I be scared? You yes. might. <laughs> 100%. Okay. All right. All right. But we're going to start out where I just get to do a quick trivia. Uh, what did we call that? What did you call that last night? Uh, speed questions. Speed questions. So Emily calls it speed questions. So I'm going to ask some questions and they have to figure out how to do it right. Should we just do where you both have to answer or you... You get one opportunity, and then the next question goes to... We both answer. I think we both we're gonna, answer. Because we're going to keep score. Yeah, we're keeping Got score. It. See who the fave daughter is. Fave, and also for reference, daughter. this is Emily. And this is Molly. For your voice recognition stuff. Whoa. Anyway, Whoa. go ahead. Okay. <laughs> well, so I've maybe got five or six questions. Question one. What is my favorite way to relax? Reading? Watching sports, cooking dinner with mom or my wife, Sean. <clears throat> Emily, what do you think? Well, anything that you can get in your nothing box doing. So <laughs> I would probably say watching sports because you just sit there and zone out. <laughs> Amen to that. Specifically golf, I would say. Okay, good. Well, on that first one, all three. I like to read. I like to watch sports, which you guys are right. And I like cooking with mom. Um, you didn't say click all that applies. So. Well, that's part of the deal. <laughs> I it's, think we both get a point there. Yeah, let's both I'll get I'll give a you point. one, yeah, but you could have actually gotten three. Fine. Next. <laughs> Do I like hunting, fishing, or crabbing most? Can I answer? Yes. I would say crabbing okay. because hunting... I was going to say hunting, but I don't think you like to get up really early and then just go all day. Am I right? Oh, well, we'll let Emily answer. I would say crabbing, too, because I don't remember the last time he's gone hunting. Whoa. And uh, I don't know where his fishing poles are. <laughs> and we did most recently go crabbing. Okay. Well, mm -hmm. I would agree that it is crabbing. Yeah, I've hunted most of my life, but yeah, I like getting up early. But uh, I do agree that crabbing is still my favorite, uh, fishing, and then hunting. So, good job. Yeah. We each get a point. Well done. You better make it harder. What do I like doing least? Mowing the yard, painting, or moving? Ooh. 
I would say moving. Moving. Emily. I would say moving too. Copycat. Because he has to go through all the stuff. Interestingly <laughs> he enough. He kind of likes doing that though. It's actually all three. Oh, oh my <laughs> word. I swear. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I grew up mowing yards, so mowing yards, I'm good at it. Just don't like to do it anymore. <laughs> we or, we or actually, get a point. Actually, I don't mind doing it, but it's not the best use of my time. So, yeah, yeah. This one here will make mom last, laugh. The question is, what do I lose the most? My wallet, my glasses, or my phone? Oh, that's easy. <laughs> All three. All three. Mom sent us a tally the other day of uh, of uh, the t- number of times that you ask her, where's my wallet? Where's my keys? She had a uh, one tally for boats yes, thus far on it. So, Okay. Well, it is definitely all three, but I would say I actually lose my wallet more than I do anything else. But you each get one point. So Where do you really- usually find it at? <laughs> oh, sometimes I leave it in my truck. I, actually, most of the time I do. So, uh, wait, anyway. was glasses on there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I missed that. Yeah. yeah. Any hoosers? <laughs> so you each get one point. Favorite sport to watch on TV: football, baseball, golf. That's easy. Football. I would say golf. Hmm. Hmm. The answer is football. I do love golf. I love the Masters. It's really my favorite. But it's only that one weekend of the year and Mm. the four major tournaments where there's actually about 16 football games. So I'll tend to watch a little bit more football. But that's a good one. So, Emily, you're in the lead. Molly, you better better figure this out. (laughs) Favorite investment? Cryptocurrency, real estate, or education? Education. I think education. Edumacation. Edumacation, crypto, and real estate. In education that order. teaches me how to do crypto and real estate, so I love it. Without education. Wow, that was a trick question. That was a trick question. Wow, that's deep. All right, last <laughs> question, and then we'll get on to the, the good stuff. Chris, Chris, are you having fun yet? Chris is over here laughing at us. All right. I mean, we are funny, so. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Favorite sport in high school? Football, wrestling, or cross country, cross country. Exactly. You were a cross country runner. <laughs> did I say I did cross country? I just asked the question. You did not. You were the state champion. I would for say wrestling. wrestling. So yeah, for sure wrestling with those cauliflower ears. Yeah. You still try to pull out those moves and think you're all that these days. It's kind of funny. Well, to clarify, it is wrestling, but no, I was not a state champion. I well, wish. What's that award yeah, you were. thingy you got? What were you? Hmm. So I was a district champion, went to state a couple times, wrestled in college a couple times, did have cauliflower ear. I remember one time in college, my ear had uh, cauliflower ear, which is where fluid gets in your ear. And in order to get that removed, they had to stick a needle in there and suck out all the fluid. So that hurt really bad. But yeah, I definitely loved football. Uh, I was a little bit smaller, so I didn't get to play a ton, but wrestling was my thing. So when, when we wrestle, all three of us together, who wins? Uh, I do. <laughs> Whatever. I, I would. Okay, I would say. So you say all three. You're saying with mom, mom, you, and no, 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 you, me, and Emily. Oh, mom's that's just easy. the bystander. We, we've had mom in the wrestling matches, but you guys are all with Mom's the bystander and, and yells, 
be careful, be careful. Don't hurt the girls. <laughs> like whatever. And then and then I always fake cry because you're you're like, are, are you okay? And then Emily <laughs> Emily gets this look in her eyes where she's like, you did not. And then she usually wins. Yeah. So Yeah, you kinda get scared. It's funny. Yeah, Emily's Emily gets scary. Molly cries, <laughs> Emily gets scary. Fake cries. And and it's really I'm scared. So it's it's great. Well, oh time to transition this little conversation. So, um, yes. girls, you're okay. who won? Um, that would be moi. You're the worst. You, you let Emily win. I can't. Better luck that. next time, honey. She always wins at everything. <laughs> I swear. Okay. Anyway. Okay. So next, we're gonna transition to some quirky things that we um, have noticed in our. Uh, 23 and 25 years of life with him. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to like uh, kind of go back and forth? Like, you yeah. can say one, I'll say one, we'll go back that and sounds forth. Great. Okay, you start first. Am I in trouble here, by the way? Is this going to be mm-hmm. really embarrassing? Maybe. Uh, but if he it might is, we'll be just exposed today, you guys. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> one thing that he does is if we're watching a movie and say it's like PG or even PG 13, and there's maybe like one kiss in there, he goes, Is this rated R? <laughs> I really do that. Oh, that's so Dude, classic. every time. Every uh, time. It's so good. I just can't take it. <laughs> okay, next. Um, so whenever there's anything chocolate around or like say we're making dessert in the house, he gets like tunnel vision to the to the chocolate bowl, <laughs> the brownie bowl. And you you offer I'll offer him, hey, you want to lick the bowl? Knowing that he wants to, he goes, no, no, you can have it. And I just I just leave it sitting there. I'm like, well, I'm going to put it, I'll put it in the sink. He, no, no, don't waste that chocolate. <laughs> Comes over, starts licking it out, and he looks like a rabid animal. <laughs> I look like a oh rabid animal. Yeah, yes, dude, you, you like, do. It's so you're like, cute. Mm, chocolate. And then you just like go at this bowl and there's nothing even left in there. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. Uh, whoops. Rabbit animal. Go. Rabbit. <laughs> okay, the next one is that if he likes a song a lot, he <laughs> will listen to it on repeat at least a hundred times. Maybe at a, least. Maybe a thousand. Oh, maybe a thousand. Wait, what would you say the last song that he became obsessed with was? Can you think of the one specific one that he uh, learned on his guitar too? Oh, Stupid Boy by Keith Urban. Well, Whoa. that one you or... Free Fallen. Oh, by Tom Petty. Not yeah. the Tom Petty version. Oh, but John, the Mayer. John Mayer right. version. Yep. Obsessed. It is, a, it is a good song. Yeah. So, you want care to sing that for us? Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but it does sound good when you play it on the guitar. Still learning. Next. Um, oh, so say he uh, gets hurt, stubs his toe, whatever. You know, never to ask him if he's okay. Don't do <laughs> <Because> it. <laughs> he'll say, don't ask me that. It just makes me mad, doesn't it? So, uh, of it's course, so you funny. know what I do as I ask him anyway. It's great. <laughs> it's classic. It's painful. The next thing is that whenever he takes a nap, which is often, <laughs> Whoa. I'll always be like, do you want a blankie? <laughs> And he goes, no. <laughs> oh, you Real didn't... men don't use blankets. Oh, you missed do. it. The other day I walked downstairs and he was laying on the couch with a blankie on that he <gasps> put on himself. God. No Did way. I? Uh-huh. And was a kitty curled up on you too? No. No cats. Oh, you wish. <laughs> no cats. 
Are we embarrassing you yet? You're exposing my vulnerability. <laughs> eh, it's, it's okay, okay honey. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is a good one. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. So everything, and I mean everything, is a competition with them. <laughs> <laughs> we know. Okay. So we don't even have to say anything when we're leaving a place because you're it, talking about in our in our cars. Yes, in our cars. He's in his car. I'm in my car. We're like, okay, we'll go meet you at blah blah blah. We always know it's a competition, and it's always a race. I'm always going to win, I'm pretty sure. No, I do. And I always lose. Yeah, she does. I'm pretty good at lane changing. and. Well, I'm pretty good at taking shortcuts. I know. I beat you all the time. Eh. Yeah. Uh, If you you lose, then you come up with some (laughs) dumb excuse of why you lost. Or you say, I wasn't wasn't racing. Yeah, right. (laughs) What else you got? Sorry, I was writing something down for later. Oh, okay. <laughs> that just made me think of that. Okay. He loves coffee, mm. but there's a specific way that he says coffee. He oh, goes, how does he do and it? he just said it like 20 minutes ago. He goes, coffee. Really? I don't know that. Caffee. 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 It's yes, like with an A. Caffee? Really? That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys look at me as weird then, because I yeah. say caffeine. Oh, and then with your pinky up, drinking your coffee. Oh that my too. gosh! Yes, <laughs> I forgot about that. My only goal is to make you guys laugh. That's that's it. Uh, <laughs> you do a good job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, I got another one. Hold on here. Pinky's up. <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> oh my okay. gosh! Continue. Okay, so another thing is. Well, you take after Gramps, your dad. Mm. So pretty much. This might mu- be painful. <laughs> Nobody wants to be like you're your parents, father's right? son. Um, pretty much wherever we go, anywhere, you always know somebody. Hmm. That's like Gramps, because you're you're like a social butterfly. It's mm. funny. I don't see myself as that social butterfly because I'm fairly introverted. You are though. You literally talk to that? everybody, which hmm. is funny because. I don't see you as an introvert, but I I know you are. Yeah. yeah, I definitely feel up alone. Love people, but definitely a drain on my battery. That's why I start early in the morning, and then I have to take a nap mm. by what two. Yeah. So yeah. Got it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you take after Gramps. Love you, Gramps. I know you're Whoa. listening. Love you, Gramps. Whoa. <laughs> okay, is it my turn? Yeah. He'll, he'll love that. Okay. I know. This one is important. <laughs> okay. We call it the business pose. <laughs> Whoa. He stands there with his arms crossed and I don't know, he'll be like thinking, would you say? Yeah, he just I don't know. I can't quite explain it. Yeah. He um Am I thinking or listening? Listening usually. Yeah, or you're doing though, some sort of business. What's funny though, crossed arms typically say I'm not interested in what you're right. saying. But that's really when I probably engage the most cuz uh-huh. you guys say it all the time. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, and his favorite quote is to be honest with you. Oh, my word. Do I say that a lot? Yes. Oh, and then yeah. mom makes fun of you because she's like, well, would you be lying otherwise? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, that's funny. Huh. Okay. How many more you got? I got one more. I have more. one more. Great. Oh, that was Dude, perfect. we're awesome. Wow. We're good. Whoa. Okay. Anyway, uh, whenever we're greeting him or saying goodbye, well, we always kiss each other on the cheek and... He always knows when it's coming because he literally flexes his dimple. <laughs> he has the cutest dimple. I don't even know I do that. That's funny. Dude, oh you gosh. do. 
and so you. it's just a thing. So That's any funny. losers. So we say flex the. Do dip. you think I'm? Are you saying that I'm very predictable? Is that what? Uh, yes. Yeah. Mm. That's funny. I'm predictable. It's pretty cute. Yeah. And okay, so the last one is since you know we did just mention you are a social butterfly. Hmm. You have a lot of friends, and you love hanging out with your friends. You like getting coffee in the morning. And what do we call these friends? <laughs> do we have to say? Yeah. <laughs> He's really embarrassed because it... Why don't you guys say? It doesn't... It sounds guys, wrong. I don't call him this. You guys we, call him that. We call his friends his girlfriends. And these are men, by the way. And it's it's just something that we've... Yeah. We've said forever. Gab a lot. That's so the meant. question that they always ask me, is this person a girlfriend? That means they're closer than just a, a typical acquaintance yeah. or more of a... He gets friend. this little twinkle in his eye. <laughs> and he'll be like, maybe. <laughs> Whatever. <sighs> Don't be embarrassed, honey. That's funny. <laughs> okay, good. That was it, right? Yep. Great. Good job. You Podcast good. is over. No, I'm totally kidding. We are moving on to the next question. What's the next what's the next section there? The next section is we are gonna be asking you a little bit harder questions. Ooh. 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 Uh, deep breath. Now, okay. for everybody listening, we asked him last night, hey, do you want us to show you our questions so you can get an idea? He goes, nope, needs to be organic. <laughs> so I have no idea. He has no idea. So this is going to be fun for this all of us. This should be interesting. I have no idea. Do you want to switch off again? And if I mm-hmm. did know, I'd probably be scared and wouldn't show up this morning. So Probably. probably. <laughs> okay, you go first. Okay. What is your favorite memory from your childhood? It's funny because as a as a guy, I have a hard time recalling what happened over the weekend. So trying to relive uh, what happened. Or what's a, a good story from your childhood? Maybe with Kobe. Hey, Kobe. <laughs> hey, bud. <laughs> you know, th- all those stories with Kobe, my cousin, and my dad and uncle. Probably my stories always go back to hunting because we would get up early in the morning and we'd go hunting from the day I could remember. So that's what we did. And the fall time is always my favorite time of year. I love the orange trees. I love the cooler weather. And I do enjoy hunting. I love being out. I know that we're going to get up early in the morning and go for like a five or 10 mile hike hunting. And those are probably my greatest memories actually as a kid. Uh, we have a big family. So Thanksgiving, Christmas, and Easter was uh, getting together as family, and um, like I have thirty first cousins. So, and my dad has a big family, uh, fourteen siblings total. So, and a lot of, of them are still alive. What? Well, all of them are alive except uh, two have just recently passed. Yeah. And but yeah, just honestly, family was really important to me. I didn't really realize that, but now that you're asking the question, that's. That was really important. Camping as a kid, riding my motorcycle with, with Kobe, you know, <laughs> fishing. Um, but yeah, all that. Mm-hmm. Good. You passed. Cool. Oh, thank you. On thank to the God. next. <laughs> okay. What are your simple pleasures? First five you can think of. Do you know what that is? Give me an example of a simple pleasure. Coffee. Uh, Ooh, coffee. Okay. You, you can't give an answer. These are things like, oh... Um, the sound of, these are like mundane things that you are like, yes. Okay. Like for me yesterday, it was the, uh, the sun out and the really cold weather 
or like the birds chirping or like, I don't know. Or like a cat sitting on your lap. Got it. Those Got little it. things. No cat sitting on my lap. You like it. No, don't lie. No. <laughs> I love getting up early in the morning when it's quiet. It's actually dark in the house. Coffee. Reading my Bible. Those are really good. I love when I walk outside, it's still dark out. Maybe the moon is up or the sun's just starting to come up over the mountain. It's that hue of light that you only get for Lily probably less than one minute. And I love that perfect time. I might just sit on my front porch as I'm getting ready to walk to my truck and watch the sun come up. Uh, yeah, I love quiet. Did I mention that? I did. I uh, love meeting for coffee early in the morning at a coffee shop anywhere with someone, typically men, and or you guys actually. I've taken you guys both out for breakfast early mornings different times throughout your life. Those are really important times that I've really enjoyed. Those are simple, but yeah, just uh, driving to the breakfast place, you know, just enjoying the ride. And I... I also like when it snows a lot and no one else can go to work and I can. So <laughs> that's funny. I just, I don't know why. There's a competitiveness in me. And it's not really for everyone else, but it, it's for me to, to go do. When, but it is when no one else is doing it, that I am doing it. Hmm. Um, going to the gym, working out when I don't want to, but going, I'm here. It's all that. Spending time with my wife, mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. traveling, just being away. So I probably listen to what, four, five, six, or ten? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Those are good. Simple. I'm a simple man. There's a song, by the way. You want me to sing it to you? Right? Yeah. I'm nothing but a simple <laughs> man. No, joking. I'm not going to sing. He does love to sing that song. <laughs> okay. Whoa. Dude. Next question. What was your first kiss? <laughs> You guys know this answer. You guys know this answer. Yeah, come on. Out with it. All right. Fifth grade, Prime, (laughs) Oregon, waiting by the skating rink. I thought it was the bus stop. I was waiting for the bus, but I was by the skating rink to get on the bus. And uh, I don't remember this girl's name. I kind of do, but I don't. Anyway, um, I think I wanted to kiss her and was scared. So I finally (laughs) kissed her and ran to the bus stop. So anyway, fifth grade. Yeah. A lot happened in fifth grade, so I was maturing. What else happened in fifth grade? Oh, I remember, well, you're asking. So one night, about (laughs) 2 a.m. in the morning, with my buddies at his house, and we decided we would sneak outside and ride our bikes downtown Prineville, Oregon. Well, lo and behold, the cops spot us. We run. We get caught. We get taken to the jail. (laughs) In fifth grade? Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I have to call my dad from jail. So that was only the first time of many that I'd have to call Gramps from jail. Can you imitate that phone call? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Uh, All I remember is... Hey, Dad. I remember getting caught, being in the jail, but I don't remember much else, so... You were a little freckle-faced, redhead. Yeah, I was... He was a redhead when he was younger. I was the only thing a mother could love. It was the homeliest thing you've ever seen. A little homely, but really cute. Your photo is hanging up in the kitchen. Yeah, for punishment, (laughs) Emily and Molly have hung up my photo from probably grade school. I wouldn't say that's a punishment. Emily and I just think it's the cutest thing. For me, it's punishment to see how homely 
Mom sent me a photo last night and said, for inspiration. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wow, she didn't send it to me. Wow. Sorry. Okay, I'm okay. All right, moving on, Next. moving on. What is the best advice someone has ever given you? Hmm. Well, it's interesting. I've, I mean, there's lots of advice. I mean, most of it's biblical, I could just say that. But just simple advice is actually... I was at coffee with Molly one morning prior to her and Parker getting married. Molly remembers probably the thing I'm going to mention, but there's a guy that comes into the French press. His name is Grant. Grant is a 70-year-old guy. He works at the prison, but he's a good old guy, you Mm -hmm. know. Um, Grant would always tell me little quotes and little things over time, but there was one that I, I, I knew of, but... So I asked Grant one day, we were in the coffee shop. I said, hey, Grant, what what advice would you give Molly <laughs> before she gets married? And this is actually great advice that I've taken, and I actually even share it probably daily and weekly. Um, the, the quote was, no explaining, no complaining. That's it. No explaining, no complaining. That says a lot. So own your stuff and go figure it out. Don't be a victim. Mm. Don't blame. Own it, all of it. And that's not always easy to do because I'd rather play a victim in my own personal life, if I'm being honest. Like, woe is me, poor me, blah, blah, blah. I worked so hard. But the calling that we know from Scripture is that uh, Jesus came to serve and not be served. So that's ownership. It's going and doing and serving and not expecting. So... Mm -hmm. No explaining, no complaining. I, w- I would say that was it. So that's where that's from. That is where that's from. You never knew that. That's interesting. Okay. Thank that's you. You can thank Grant the no next time you see him. Thanks, Grant. <clears throat> we'll have to tell Grant that we, we talked about him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go ahead. My turn? Okay. Yep. Um, did you ever throw a party when you were younger? Never. <laughs> what? <laughs> so you want me to confess my sins... When my parents were out of town one night. Is uh-huh. that yeah, oh. what happened? So I think I was a senior in high school, and <clears throat> my parents went to... So I lived in Primeville. They went to the state fair, I believe. And so this was a Saturday night. They weren't supposed to be home till Sunday morning or Sunday sometime. So what, what does any good high school kid do? Well, he has a party at his house. <laughs> and so it must have been about midnight or so, and man, I'm sure... Well, I'm sure we were drinking and maybe other stuff. Who knows? All of a sudden, my buddy, Jerry Loveday. Jerry, if you're listening, this is for you, man. I remember you came in. He goes, hey, I have some extra friends that came in tonight. Can they come in? I said, yeah, bring them in. And my parents walk around the corner. I almost died. <laughs> oh, my god! They were the extra friends? Holy cow. I why, thought, did you, why did he say it like that? Oh, because he thought it was funny. And, oh, he and thought apparently it was funny. my parents... Uh, my parents wouldn't have overreacted because they obviously did the same thing when they were my age. Um, and nobody had been driving, so it was good, but I just about died. So, yeah. That's great. <laughs> uh, I'm that's sure I did funny. that lots of times, but that was the time that they actually showed up, so interesting. Okay. Wow. It's like movie status right there. <laughs> I know. Oh, it was my turn. Okay, okay. Um, what is something you've always wanted to do but haven't tried yet? Okay. I've wanted to go skydiving. You've almost talked me into it. You, on your 18th birthday, went skydiving. You and Caitlin, 
Kaylin's, mm-hmm. if you're listening, yeah. <laughs> so Emily went skydiving yeah. and, and tried to talk me and probably Molly and maybe mom into going. I don't know. But I wanted to go, but I was too afraid. So you you, you became a champ that day. and I Yeah, know. I know. So skydiving would be that thing that I think I'd like to do at some point in time. It's going to take a lot of courage and bravery. So absolutely. Love it. No complaining, no explaining. No explaining. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I always Mm -hmm. say backwards. Same works. Okay. Describe your journey of faith from when you were little to now. Mm. It's interesting. I, uh, our little thing called food for thought that Dick with Nell puts on here at the rec. I got to share my testimony and, I'll give you a two-minute version. So I grew up, uh, I can remember as far back as third grade, um, having influenced, being influenced by older cousins or, or other people. By the way, I'm a high, highly influenced person. And the story is that you become like the five people you hang around with. Well, I happen to be hanging around with my cousin who smoked weed. And so I, in the third grade, I believe I smoked my first... Um, weed marijuana i forgot that yeah so interesting (laughs) and then going through high school uh we did start going to church in high school i didn't really like it my parents made me my sister go and so i didn't like it i think i was hung over most sunday mornings like true Mm, story yeah so obviously i didn't learn anything and but my grandma was praying for me Mm. and probably my parents too i don't know but Got married at 23, and both Sean and I, my wife, had background in church, but I don't know that we had the saving faith. So the journey goes on where we try to have kids for about four years, and funny enough, we're talking to you guys because mm-hmm. we actually have kids, but we couldn't have kids. We were told that we weren't able to have kids, a really a, a depleting moment, a depressing moment, um, but... We had peace at that moment. And some other things happened, too. I won't go into too much detail. But it's interesting how God works. And I was invited to a Bible study around age 27, 28. And uh, I wasn't atheist. I was agnostic. I just didn't know the truth. I grew up in church. I wasn't Mm -hmm. against it. Uh, I had no – my parents were great. I had no ill feelings toward Christianity. I just didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't know one Bible verse – at age 20, 27 or 28, not mm-hmm. one. So then my friends invite me to a Bible study. I eventually become a believer and I believed on Jesus. And that's where it all began. Life did not become perfect. I uh, became a legalist. You know, I followed rules and forgot that faith was actually um, love. You know, it was the unseen. But God's been working on me for a very long time and and uh, I'm a recovering legalist, <laughs> if that's a thing. But uh, anyway, he's, he continues to work on me. But I was 28 before I knew any verses, which was interesting, or he knew the gospel. That Jesus died on the cross, he was buried, and he rose again on the third day. But that's the message I share today. Mm-hmm. And I love to see you now because, like, obviously I've known you for 23 years of my life. Interesting. And... A lot of the time when we talk or you give me advice, it's, there's always, you always want to give me a Bible verse to think on. So that's Mm -hmm. really cool. But let me confess, 
probably early high school, even late junior high years, middle school years, I found myself giving you guys my opinion. Like, hmm. oh, I would probably do this, and I would probably do that. And then I remember being convicted that you don't need to give them your opinion, buddy. Just give them my word. And so I don't know that I do it perfectly by any means, but I do pray for you guys, and I do give you guys the word of God because that's the only thing that changes anything. Yep. Anyway, Tim Davis is outside waving at you guys. Hi, Tim. Hi, Tim. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the Bible, the challenge is the Word of God. The Word of God is true. There's, that's, he's, that's the only source of truth there is. My opinion is not truth. It could be based upon truth, which is fine, mm-hmm. but only God's Word is truth. And so I had to really learn to let the Holy Spirit do the work. The Holy Spirit doesn't deliver Buddy's words with, oh, okay, yeah, that's really great. No, he delivers the Word of God to your hearts, and that's what changes people. Nothing changes people except the Word of God delivered by the Spirit of God, period. Well, you can also pray, but at the end of the day, the Word of God never goes uh, goes out and comes back void. We know that. Mm-hmm. Mic drop. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I got another one for you. What makes you feel most alive? Ooh. It's interesting. I was meeting yesterday morning with uh, my boss, Eric Wiley. We actually did a live podcast yesterday with Chris was there. And we got done doing the podcast. Um, But number one, being with people, that would be number one. But what Eric said, he goes, man, I see you come alive when you do your podcast, you're, you're asking questions. You actually truly enjoy this. And I said, you're absolutely right. I absolutely love doing this. I had no idea I would love doing the podcast conversation with a buddy. That would be me asking just conversational questions, nothing um, prescripted, just conversation. And I really enjoyed that. It's something I've been doing for uh, over 24 years. Um, Mom, and a few other people encouraged me to start recording these conversations like you've been doing for the last 24 years and, you know, create Im- that's a way to create impact. So, uh, impacting people, that's my thing. It's my jam. I'd have to agree. Yeah, you agree? Mm-hmm. Okay. I agree. Mm-hmm. Good to know you guys agree. Perfect. Yeah. All right. What's been the biggest lesson in having children? Mm. Specifically, me and Emily. Yeah. Well, the, well, the Bible says, spare the rod, hit the child. So I love beating you guys twice a week. <laughs> oh you know, maybe word. three times. <laughs> that, that's oh that's a God. proverb, and um, that's a little out of context. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So repeat the question because I was a little off track there. Re- repeat, repeat the question. Biggest lesson in having kids. Biggest lesson having kids. I mean, I know that I'm perfect, but I know it's probably hard raising Emily. So, <laughs> oh, you got that right. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to go through that. Oh, you got it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Biggest lesson learning kids. Um, that I would have to not impose my will on you guys, but that would impose the word of God in prayer. 
Stop yawning, Emily. This is not a boring subject. Why are you yawning? <laughs> because I was told I couldn't drink my coffee on this. You can slurp away. I don't care. No, you can. You just can't slurp it. Dude, she's a slurper. <laughs> well, Chris said that if you do, just make it a moment. So oh, okay, let's okay. take a moment. Right, let's kidding. take a moment. We'll slurp our coffee real quick. Ready? Slurp, slurp, slurp. <sighs> Any hoosers. Any hoosers. Okay. <laughs> I think the lesson with raising kids, this is it. D. Duke taught us, uh, so D, if you're listening, thank you. You taught me how to be a better dad to my daughters, which is a true blessing because at a period of time we didn't, we couldn't have kids and then miraculously we had kids. So, you know, to be a great dad is to pray for your kids, to read the Bible to them and help them memorize scripture. So early on, D would say, pay your kids to memorize the scripture. And so I remember, I don't know if you guys remember this, but early on, you guys could make a dollar for every verse you would memorize. Mm-hmm. You'd make five bucks for every passage, like Psalm 23. And then your friends would come over and I'd, I'd be giving out money, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> I felt responsible. Like, this is my duty to raise kids. You don't have to be my biological kid to, to be taught by a father figure. So... I'm a father figure to many people, mm-hmm. many kids. Um, not because I think I'm something special, it's because I know the Word of God and I, it matters. So loving you guys, where you're at. Mm-hmm. Allowing the Word of God to change your heart, not just a strong father figure saying, do as I say, not as I do mentality. I always use reverse psychology on you guys, which is funny to me because... <laughs> Hey, you guys want to skip school like when you're in grade school? Um, no, Dad, you can't do that. I'm like, well, you, you can choose to. Well, I don't think I will. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so those are funny times for me. I, I I tell that story a lot. It's absolutely funny because people don't like to be told what to do. I don't care if you're Christian, not Christian. It doesn't matter. If you tell me to do something, I'm like, in the wrong attitude, my flesh says, I'm not going to do it. So I just use reverse psychology, and I have for as long as I can remember. And it oh. always works on us, huh? Mm, most. I don't know. I <laughs> I would say that I'm not as rebellious as you two. <laughs> no. Would you agree, though? Well, you may see yourself as not rebellious, but your flesh mm. is. Okay. Whether you I'll like to admit it or not. So maybe that's just... We're going to have Molly confess her sins real quick. Go ahead okay, and confess. Okay, I confess. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, our flesh is wicked. And it's rebellious. I know, but I'm just saying, like, if someone, like, if you were to tell me, well, okay, I take that back. I can give you 101 examples of of where I say do this, and your flesh will say, no, I don't think I'm going to do that. No, that is very true. And you guys have done that. If you would say, like, hey, Dad, take your your pills or... or Take your pills. Do do something like, no, I'm not going to do that. I literally, my flesh (laughs) rebels against being told what to do i it's who i am and who we are yeah mm-hmm. so if i tell you to eat chocolate then you're not going to eat it uh, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> or i might say well see what you're doing though is causing me to think about it i'm like yeah, no, i don't eat chocolate right now but if you say don't eat chocolate don't tell me what to do i'm gonna eat chocolate i'm gonna do it right in front of you just because that's how i'm wired <laughs> rebellious uh, uh. so we're, we're getting into about 40 minutes so we can wrap up next three to five minutes. Okay. Chris, is okay. that okay? Hour longer? Chris is hour longer. I yeah. know. We are in Do you have any more questions or should we move to the last? Um, That was all my questions. 
Okay, great. Perfect. So the last part is a surprise for you. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Whoops. Oh, he Sorry looks kind of nervous. Wrinkles. Okay. What are we doing? We are going to tell you our favorite things about you and what we've learned from you. Ooh. Okay. Are you scared? No. <laughs> There's good and bad. No. I know that. I'm well aware. <laughs> so I'm sure there's a little bit of both. Okay. Do you want to go first? Sure. My favorite thing about you is your hugs. Mm. I love giving you hugs. You because do. You're That's just, funny. You're just a big teddy bear, and I just feel like, you know. You saying I'm fat? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. I feel... No, it's just the aura. Very safe, and I just like giving you hugs. Cool. I um, love giving you hugs. I love our coffee and breakfast dates. I love that you take time out of your day to buy me coffee and breakfast, and um, something I really treasure. Hmm. Don't so, make me cry. Don't make me cry. Anyway. <laughs> um, and I love talking to you, because you're, you always listen really well. And um, you give biblical advice, and you try not to just give your opinion like we talked about earlier. Um, oh, I want to, by the way. Oh, I know. I really, really. <laughs> oh, and then you're like, oh, I know she's not going to listen to me, so. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. just kidding. Um, okay. Do you want to say yeah. your favorite things? Okay. Um, so something that I love about you is... Uh, the times when me and Molly make you laugh. So we get <laughs> on saying something really stupid, and you just do this laugh where you can't stop, like you're trying to do right now. Um, I can't quite explain the laugh, but he just like... It's like, only a laugh that we can make well, it do. It's uncontrollable. Like, I just yeah. can't. It, I'm beyond <laughs> myself. Like, I can't even control it. He gets this high-pitched squeal. Stop! And then, and then Emily will jab him in the back. I'll or jab something. him in the side, and that'll make him laugh even he'll more. Like, he'll jump, and then he'll just like laugh really hard. And then we'll keep saying the really stupid thing, uh, and yes. then he'll like say stop, stop, but like look to us he'll, to keep saying it yes. so we can keep no, laughing. I don't. Yes, you <laughs> do. You have you this look in do. your eye, and you're like, oh yes, yeah, say it again, no, say it I again. Don't. I'm not make saying me laugh. that. No, and um, you do. No, it's really funny, and then you cry. Oh yeah, God. you pretty much start crying. Um, and uh, all the things that she said, too, of the things that she loves about you. And, yeah, I would have to say, especially the the biblical advice part, because I've seen it uh, in my life of when you've given me your opinion and been really quick to not listen to me. Like, that was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. But I've seen that really change, and, like, you are good listener and you always bring me back to the scripture and yeah yeah it's very important yeah. and it has shaped a lot of who i am today uh -huh. i mean i'm not really good at that but i try and i think about it yeah so yeah yeah okay thank you something we have learned from him i've learned and again still working on all these things yeah <laughs> um i've seen firsthand how you have changed in your lifetime and how God has changed you and I think that's encouraged me because 
that makes me want to listen to your advice mm. more or your whatever you tell me yeah. or don't tell me yeah. or reverse psychology. Me, not just kidding. Um, and I've seen in uh, your marriage with my mother. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. I said it like that. I know. Um, mummy, mummy. Oh my god. <laughs> um, how this something I've learned from you is that you always say marriage should be a hundred percent from you with no expectations from the other person. And that's how God designed it. He didn't design it as some contract of, well, I give 50 so that you will give 50 and together we'll make a hundred. No, it's a hundred coming from you. So that was a hard one to learn. Took me a long time to figure that out and still struggle with it, you know, but it's always me. I have to come a hundred percent. Jesus came a hundred percent. I did nothing. He's also called me as a husband to go 100% with no expectation. But what's interesting, when I do that, that I get more of what I would want from a wife. When I only go 50%, I get less of what I want from Sean. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. I've learned how to drive fast from you. Whoa. Like we talked about the lane changes. You sure that's not Emily that taught you that bad driving? <laughs> Emily also taught me that. I had to but, learn that from somewhere. Whoa. Yeah. But you you are a good driver. Thank you. I mean, even though you drive fast, but. Yes, I am. Okay. And then I've learned the love of coffee from you. <laughs> so that's all. Dude, my I, don't job. Know, I don't know why I love coffee, but I do. Yep. Well, you got that from Gramps. He drink like, what, five pots a day? Oh, yeah. Oh, Not yeah. anymore. Not anymore. He's really cut back, but. He's really cut back. And he's like, no, sweetie, I don't need any coffee. Well, here you go, Gramps. Oh, thanks, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's ah, so true. Yep. Okay. Some, are you done? Mm-hmm. Okay. Something I've learned for you from you is to always make time for the things that are important to me. So don't make excuses why I can't do it. Find a way. So like, for example, I would say, I really want to start reading or I don't have time. Oh, that's another thing. If I say I don't have time for something, you say, well, is it important to you? And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, so. I've noticed language, too, that sometimes we use is, I'll, I'll try to do this, or maybe I'll do that. That's just non-committal language, so we, we definitely work on that, I'm pretty sure. But, yep. Okay. Right. <laughs> you always call me out on that. It's good. And then, uh, hard work isn't dependent on motion. You just do it. So, I see that. Hmm. See that a lot in your so, life. Say that again. Hard work, so working hard, isn't dependent on emotion. Oh, so whether, emotion, not motion. I thought right, right. Whether I feel like I want to do it got or not, it, got you just it. have to do it. You just got to go do it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah. But man, I like yours. Those are good. They're just, just random. It just spoke to me. I'm oh, just kidding. <laughs> And we love to make fun of you. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah. And we love it when you make fun of us. Yeah. We, oh, yeah. We uh, rip on each other all the time. Yep. It's, funny. it's our love language. It's, it's classic. Yeah. <laughs> and nobody takes offense to it. It's just, it just makes us laugh harder. Yeah, sure. it's great. Well, let, let me just say it this way. Are you, are you all done? Is there yep. M- I really appreciate you, Emily, for your passion for people. And Molly, your passion for people... Because that's actually how God works for us is how we love on people. And you both do it equally in your professions. Uh, You show up in a really good way. And people come in all the time. I'm your father, so I always see 
well, I see all good, bad, and ugly, right? <laughs> but the people on the outside always comment on how good you guys are. If there's any, it's only God that's caused anything to be good in us. We know that. Mm-hmm. But as your dad, I'm super proud to be your dad. Super proud that you guys are who you are. And I love you guys both unconditionally, period. That's it. Mic drop. Boom. <laughs> love you, too. Love you. Love you. So let's <laughs> wrap up this little podcast. Any any last comments from you, Emily, and any last comments from you, Molly? No. Not really. We pretty much just exposed you all. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, we did. It was great. <laughs> that was good. I, I, It is exposing, but that's okay. I'd rather live a transparent life with all the good, bad, and ugly really to display what God has done in my life, mm-hmm. right? So, well, hey, we hope you've enjoyed this podcast this morning. Uh, we hope that you'll like and share it with somebody. Um, it's been fun to have a, the conversation with Emily and Molly and let them have an opportunity to expose me. So that was fun. Um, if you know of anybody that would like to be on our show, somebody or even yourself, please reach out to me. We'd love to have you be a part of our show. Anyway, we will see you next week, and we look forward to it. Have a great week.